The earth is there, no matter where we are. What can we learn by being present with her? Welcome to the Earth as Teacher podcast with your host, Corinna Sturfel. Hello and welcome. What are we going to talk about today? What about saving the earth? I'm running a lot into uh, people and conversations where there is a sensation that we need to save the earth. Now, let's really look at that. We need to save the earth. On the one hand, the reality is if the earth wanted to get rid of us, it would not be a big deal. A few earthquakes, hurricanes, uh, tornadoes, um, a whole list of what we call natural disasters could take care of a stark reduction in human population on the earth. The other thing is um, how much are we feeling superior to the earth that we assume that we have the capacity to save the earth. And I really want to highlight the word save the earth. It's a totally different ballgame if we start collaborating with the earth. If we are starting to take the effects of our actions on the earth into consideration. But those are two totally, those are totally different from saving the earth. And I'm also very keenly right now in that space because in the Facebook Live series that a friend and I have called Conversations with the Earth, uh, we've been recently talking about movies. And one of the movies that I have watched uh, some time ago was uh, David Attenborough, One Life on the Planet. And what he shows very clearly in all the years that he has been uh, doing special programming uh, in regards to the earth, wildlife, uh, areas, cultures, um, it's very clear that the earth manages pretty well if we get out of the way. And uh, he starts the movie with scenes from Chernobyl that was uh, where the reactor exploded in 86 and that had to be evacuated and is a no-go zone since then. And yet 
as the town is decaying, nature, earth is taking over. It's uh, fully grown in with uh, grasses, bushes, trees. The animals are walking through the streets, so to speak. And it's great space for them because they are protected from interference by humankind. He ends the movie with uh, showing examples of what is already in place that is a contribution to the earth, where we collaborate with the earth, like uh, apartment towers that are planted with trees. And the effect of the trees is not only just noise reduction, but also uh, insulation that works as cooling in the summer and as uh, warming, so to speak, in the winter. So where are we when we talk about saving the earth? And I am sorry to say my sense is that saving the earth is good business. And saving the earth, we are told is if we start recycling. And not that we shouldn't be recycling, but we're not getting anything for the recycled material. We actually almost have to pay for being able to recycle, yet if chosen, those groups that do the recycle can sell the material as, you know, material and get some money for it. So it being green has become the, a new industry. And sadly enough, being green not often is truly being green. There, uh, it's being green is a point of uh, advertisement that makes you feel good about buying this because you're supporting the earth, you're being green. And whoever asks if the products are truly green. I mean, let's talk about some simple stuff, electric cars. Yes, there are not the particulates that fossil fuels spews into the air. And lithium, which is required for the batteries, is extremely dirty and environmentally destructive if it's fined. Often, if it's in other countries, third world countries, there is child labor involved. And then the ecological footprint of creating a battery. And once the battery has ended its lifespan, 
of getting rid of the battery, those footprints are huge. So we need to create electricity. In which way is electricity created? How many power plants are still coal run? They're using coal, which is very clean. And is that then truly a greener product than a regular car? Really looking at that. From my perspective, it isn't. And I'm not saying it is wrong to buy an electric car. But is it greener, believing the advertisement that it is better for the earth? That is what I'm questioning. There is greener light bulbs that don't last that long. There is greener light bulbs that are filled with mercury. Very green. And I'm stating that to just call your attention to advertisement is not by nature of advertisement telling the truth. What do you know? Where are you getting your information and are you willing even to get additional information about what is truly green, truly contributing to the earth. We're talking about, you know, agriculture, even our own backyard, quote unquote, agriculture. How much nitrogen are we putting on the lawns? How much fertilizer is put into the fields? How much weed killers are put into the fields? How much weed killers are we using to keep the sidewalk clean, to keep the driveway clean from plants that due to the abundance of that the earth has, keep growing? Are we really living what we're talking about? Where are we with, with being, with doing, with practicing what we say we choose to? And the question that I want to raise is, is this just talk? Or do we actually mean it? And there is so much that plays into this whole subject area of saving the earth one way or another, being environmentally conscious. Being environmentally conscious, what I've read here in my area is 
how due to COVID, people are more outside hiking during the summer and cutting across switchbacks, creating new trails, which creates erosion. Is that truly being environmentally conscious? How much are we willing to really be being present with what it is that we're doing, what it is that we're saying, and are we congruent between what we say and what we do? You know, I cannot say, I want to save the environment and we need to save the environment and da 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 da. And then my own actions are destructive. That's not congruent. And what would it take for us to become congruent? To actually consider the impact of what we're doing. I mean, how many of you have seen masks on, on the streets, on the sidewalks, uh, in the, strips between the sidewalk and the road uh, since COVID started and we were asked to wear masks. How much are they just tossed away, not even put into a garbage can? And I get it that there are people who do not consider the earth at all, and that there are people who truly consider the earth and for whom that is a no-no. And let's be honest, there is a lot in between those two points. There are all kinds of shades of gray in between those two points. What would it take for us to truly consider the earth, to truly look at the earth, to perceive the abundance that the earth has? And have gratitude for the earth. Truly gratitude heartfelt gratitude for the beauty that surrounds us. Can we see the beauty? Can we perceive the, the beauty? I'm right now looking outside and there is a very slight breeze and some trees the branches are moving, the leaves are moving, other trees, no. And is it just because of the type of tree it is, the size of the tree, the age of the tree? Probably. But am I willing to see those differences and notice it? 
Where am I with being present with what is, what the earth is showing us? And where am I willing? And how much am I willing to be congruent when I say, I respect the earth. And respect means I am considering the impact of my actions. And not necessarily, as I said early on, everything that is labeled environmentally friendly, green technologies, etc. Not necessarily everything of that is contributing to the earth. It has become a new industry. An industry is intent on making money. And the intent on making money is not necessarily keeping the earth in mind. So I just wanted to talk about that to put a few question marks into your world. And it's not about this is right or this is wrong. The question is, are we congruent with what we're saying? And if we aren't, then what does it take to become congruent? And I'm fully aware that there is people who are not talking about uh, contributing to the earth, about being environmentally conscious, and they don't do it. And that means they are congruent with what they're saying. It's not that they are wrong. What, where is the congruency? What are we doing and acting upon what we're saying? Maybe there was some inspiration and I would love to hear from you. And until the next time. <laughs>